Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. everyone we are today continuing our series on review and looking at how relationships have changed over the course of these last 15 months now I don't know about you but maybe your relationships have changed in a really positive way maybe you've become very very close to the people around you maybe you've become very very close to God and felt his presence and felt him with you maybe your relationships have got a lot better for some of you maybe your relationships have really struggled you may have had a marriage breakup during this time or you may have had some sort of relational breakdown that has caused you immense pain maybe you feel very distant from from God and like you haven't got that relationship with God that you had before the pandemic. There's so many different things that have been going on in our relationships. I know that for some of the extroverts that I've talked to, they've said, oh, I've, I've learned really that maybe I don't need as many relationships as I thought I did. And then I've talked to some introverts who have said, I think I need relationships more than I thought I did. And There's so many things that we have learned about each other, learn about the importance of connection and community and learn about relationships. Uh, I know that in our country right now, they say that there is a pandemic of loneliness. There are lots of people that feel so alone right now. And uh, that may be you. You may feel very, very alone and So we want to look at relationships and how relationships bring us life. I'm going to look at uh, the Good Samaritan because it's such a brilliant story that Jesus told. So what happened was a guy came along and he said, what, you know, tell me what must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus said, well, love the Lord with all your heart, your soul, your passion, your muscle, everything in you and love your neighbor as yourself. And so the guy said, well, who is my neighbor? And this is what Jesus said. Jesus answered by telling a story. There was once a man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho And on the way, he was attacked by robbers and they took his clothes, beat him up and went off, leaving him half dead. Luckily, a priest was on his way down the same road. But when he saw him, he angled across the other side. Then Levite, religious man, showed up. He also avoided the injured man. A Samaritan travelling along the road came upon him. And when he saw the man's condition, his heart went out to him. He gave him first aid, disinfecting and bandaging his wounds, and then he lifted him onto his donkey, led him to an inn and made him comfortable. In the morning, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, take good care of him. If it costs any more, put it on my bill. I'll pay you on the way back. What do you think? Which of the three became a neighbour to the man attacked by robbers? The one who treated him kindly, the religious scholar, responded. Jesus said, go and do the same. So there's three things that I want to bring out about relationships that I've noticed. Uh, The first one is connection. 
I think we all need connection. One of the things I've learned more than ever is that I need connection, need connection with other people. And it's absolutely vital for uh, life-giving in every way to have connection with others. And not just connection, maybe with the people that are like me or uh, that are the same connection with lots and lots of different people is what brings life. I noticed about this story that there was the first of all the priest who walks by this man who is beaten up on the edge of the road and I guess the priest is thinking I'm on my way to the temple I'm gonna go and worship God that's where I'm gonna meet God and uh he avoids, he goes past the man on the side of the road. But actually, if he had stopped, that's where he would have found God's work. That's where he would have found what God was calling him and asking him to do. But he thought that it was in the temple that he'd find that. So off he went. And then the Levite, and the Levite is an assistant to the priest, he came along and he saw the man by the side of the road. I, may, I imagine he thought, well, I'm very busy. I've got to go and help the priest do the work. I've got to go and sing and do the things that I'm meant to be doing, God's work. And again, he missed the opportunity to find what God was asking him to do by the side of the road with a man who was bleeding. And instead, he went off to where he thought he maybe would find God. And then the Samaritan came along and the Samaritan was hated. The Samaritan was hated by the Jews and hated in every single way. And yet he was the man who stopped. He knew that that's where the work of God was. He knew and he stopped and he helped the man. And I just think it's the most amazing story. He connected with that man. We all need connection. And we need it with uh, people that maybe we uh, find really easy to love and people that maybe we don't find easy to love. We have life-giving connection through people. When I went to college, I always remember I was a little bit of a geeky person, uh, a little bit of a geeky young person. I had my little round glasses and I... I didn't fit in particularly well. I was a Christian girl who just, I was just a bit awkward. I wouldn't say boo to a goose. And I remember going to college and the first day I walked in and there was a girl sitting at, at the desk and she had this black leather jacket on and she had, her whole head was shaved and she had a Mohican going down the middle. Uh, she was had ear piercings all the way up her ears and she had skulls and she had snakes all the way around her um, her fingers and and really dark eyeliner and I felt like God say to me go and sit next to that girl and I was like oh, I'm a bit scared uh, so I went up and I said hello um is there anyone sitting next to you with this empty chair and she went doesn't look like it does it and I was like oh. and I sat down and uh made friends with her uh, I mean we had a really, really brilliant friendship that whole time. And I found out something more about God through that connection uh, than through many others that I've had. So God uses connection. The other thing I notice is that uh, those relationships are not always convenient. Uh, sometimes 
the things that God asks us to do, the relationships that he asks us to have, the people that he asks us to reach out to, it's not convenient. It was not convenient for that Samaritan man to reach out to that man and to pick him up and take him out of his way. It was not convenient. Do you know what? I've heard lots of people say over these last few weeks and months, well, I'm going to do this because this is more convenient for me, or I'm going to do this. I'm not coming to church, or I'm going to uh, do this online because it's more convenient. Do you know what? The gospel is not convenient. What God asks us to do is not always convenient. Being in community is not always convenient, but God asks us to get involved with the mess of life and that sometimes is inconvenient. The third thing I notice is the cost. You know, it cost that Samaritan man. It cost him financially. It cost him in every way to reach out to that man on the side of the road. It cost him his energy. It cost him his time. It cost him something. It costs us something to have a relationship with God. Sometimes we don't talk about that a lot. We talk about all the hope that it brings and it's true. God, having a relationship with God is absolutely invaluable, but it costs to have a relationship with God. We have, we put ourselves aside in pursuit of him and his presence in every way that we can. And it costs, it costs to have relationships with other people. Uh, Sometimes that is uh, more than we imagine it would be, and it costs. Now, I can imagine maybe you're thinking, just like me, I'm a bit tired right now. Uh, Sometimes I think that we've climbed a mountain and I've got another mountain to climb ahead of me. You may feel tired in your relationships, but I would encourage you, if you're lonely, reach out. You may feel like you have no reserves. You feel like you have nothing left to give. But if you're lonely, reach out because that is good. I mean, it's good for us to have boundaries. It's good for us to look out after ourselves. That is good. But it is also good to reach out and look after other people. It's often in that process that we find uh, ourselves and we find who really God has called us to do. So if you're feeling tired, reach out to your community. If you're feeling lonely, reach out again to somebody around you. If you're feeling just tired, uh, keep reaching out and keep connecting because relationships are what bring life and they bring us life to the full. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for relationships. I thank you for the people around us. I thank you for our community and I thank you for this church. I pray, Father God, that we will connect with you and with each other. I pray, Father God, that we would go out of our way. If it's inconvenient, if it costs us, we would still keep doing what you've asked us to do, even in this time. Amen.